All right. How about this one? So, it's been uh, maybe about a year and a half, almost two years, uh, maybe even longer, shit, that I've done a uh, Mentu podcast. And, um, uh, and I'll tell you why. Uh, some of you may know that I did a music podcast, and uh, I did one uh, some years ago, and uh, I recorded a great one with my friends Wes and Calvin. Uh, from a local band here in Vegas and uh, I sat on it for man almost two years and and I tell you why I didn't do it uh, because editing these podcasts used to be fun to me like I used to enjoy editing them uh, you know getting all the pops and just making it sound professional like we know what we're doing like I know what I'm doing and uh, it became a job essentially and uh, I no longer wanted to do it even though I still had it in me I just didn't I couldn't find the creative spark that I needed uh, to continue and uh, so I didn't do it for a little while then I got inspired to do the men Two podcast and in the beginning, it was fun. Um, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't know what I wanted to do. My co-host, Greg, at the time, great guy, he kind of didn't know either. Um, so he was new to the podcast game. I was new to not doing music podcast. And I had the intent. The, the, the intention was good. The execution, um, I can say, was honest. But it wasn't the right right way to go about it. Uh, the first iteration of the Mentu podcast came off as a little man-hating. Um, and that's not what we wanted to do. Uh, the goal was to inspire men to be still be men, but on a progressive level. Um, so that, that was that, you know. So now uh, I did this. Uh, version of my podcast and uh, I got real quick I got to thank my friends Melinda and Robbie God bless them they're fucking some of the greatest people I've met here in Vegas and uh, Melinda is a radio head just like I am Uh, Robbie's a bartender out here and uh, we uh, put what they call three episodes in the can Basically, we recorded three episodes, and uh, I listened to them, and I was just like, ooh, I got to edit some of this stuff out, because some of the stuff that we talked about, um, I wasn't ready to divulge yet. So, I wanted to take the reins on the editing, and just kind of fix stuff up, and then uh, I just lost the spark. My friend Melinda, uh, she is actually the one. She's actually the one that has kept me, pretty much kept me from just dropping this all together. Um, I knew I was going to get back to men too. I just didn't know exactly when or how. And I kept asking Melinda, "Hey, let's record. Let's record." 
and she's got her own stuff and you know she's got uh wizards and wine uh which is a which is a um it's a D type uh podcast and then they have vampires and vitae which is a uh, more of an adult version of that uh role-playing game and uh you know she kept telling me hey you're on to something here stick with it you know don't let it go and you'll be fine and then I started thinking, I don't want to bother Melinda anymore. Like, she's got her own thing going, and she's doing really well. And I was like, you know what? I was listening to some Bill Burr, and I really enjoy the Bill Burr podcast. The Monday morning one, I think... What, there's one that he does by himself, and it's just him talking, right? Uh, and there's a direction, so it's not like it's just ramblings. And I was like, you know what? I need to do this by myself. At least for now. Because I had to change, uh, I had to change insurances, and uh, my new insurance doesn't cover my therapist. <laughs> so now I gotta, I have to pay like out of pocket now, man. That fucking sucks. It's like, it's like all this time invested into my therapist, and then, and then they want you to go to somebody else. I'm like, man, I can't do that. You know, like that's just too much time invested. So I'm just gonna, and, and I'm probably gonna have to do like once every two months, uh, and this is just gonna have to take the place of uh, of uh, some of my therapy sessions. This is probably gonna have to be my therapy, um, and I'm not gonna make these very long. In the past, I've made them an hour, 45 minutes. Uh, I think this first one, I'm gonna keep it down to about 30 minutes. And uh, so, yeah, uh, I, I'm going to talk about stuff that's happened to me since I re- since I uploaded my uh, the last Mentu podcast. Um, and it's no particular order. Uh, I'm just going to talk about them in uh, in the uh, rank of importance. And I know uh, I know there's somebody there's okay so. They're going to get notifications that I uploaded a new episode. And I just, uh, I was, at one point I was seeing this girl. Great girl. Uh, she's awesome. Um, I, I probably uh, didn't go about things. And not, not probably. I definitely didn't go about things the way that I wanted to have gone about, uh, about it. Um... You know, we gotta we gotta understand. And I and I made this revelation one day that you know when you're on your journey, don't get swayed into thinking that other people's journey is your journey too. You stay on your journey, and if that means you have to go through, you know, the scrubs and go through the uh, what they call mud ducks. I think the, I think my, I I hope I'm not even saying anything like derogatory or anything like that i was told that the female version of a scrub is called a mud duck i don't know again don't cancel me because i don't care if you cancel me I, you can't cancel something that doesn't want it that doesn't care anyway uh i hope i got that right and if i didn't uh well sorry uh you know you got to go through all the bad to find the good basically and um and sometimes the bad is not all that bad 
sometimes um, somebody's journey's just not your journey. And the girl that I was seeing, we'll call her, we'll call her, I will call her T. Okay. Um, her journey was just not my journey, and I've come to terms with that. And it's a it's guilt that I've been carrying with me since last year. Uh, you know, I just uh, it's just wasn't mine. Uh, you know, she was, and and if you're content doing what you're doing, going about your journey, God bless you by all means. Um, but I can't. Uh, and at the time, I just couldn't. I didn't know how to say it. You know, so and and also I was having issues with my son, which I still am having issues with my middle son. Just I love him to death. Just you know, it just doesn't doesn't get it right now. And and unfortunately, I think he's gonna have to fall flat on his face. And it, it's painful as a parent to watch your child fall flat on their face. Um, and you can't do anything about it. And it bothers me because. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't have my dad around, and uh, I know, poor oh, Big Mac, so oh, oh. I'm not saying it like that. Uh, you know, I'm just being honest, you know, like, I, I just, I, my dad wasn't around, I didn't have a great relationship with my mom, so uh, I, had, I had a fucking fantastic relationship with my grandmother, um, and uh, she's since passed uh, a couple of years ago already. Um, She's sorely missed. Sorry about that. Um, see, all part of the process. Uh, yeah, she she was a big influence on me. Um, taught me how to be a man, stuff like that. So, um, just she's my my personal hero. Uh, so, um, but I mean, my son, he has both of his parents, both of his parents who love him, both of his parents who, I mean, well, I know both of us love him. I can't say that both of us have his best interest at heart. Uh, I can speak for myself and say that I have his best interest at heart. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I think, I hope she's listening, and if she is, I, uh, uh, my apologies on how everything went down, and uh, a lot of stuff also has happened, you know, since then. Um, I uh, actually, like I said, these are not in any specific order, just in order of importance to me. Uh, there was also a point when... Uh, I started another, I started a relationship back up with my ex-wife. Yes, believe it or not. Some of you were like, what, Big Max? Yes, I did. Um, and it was, uh, <coughs> it went very well uh, for quite some time. Um, this all happened during the pandemic, uh, during quarantine, right before pandemic, right, uh, probably, I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly the times, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, everything was going well. Um, I can honestly say that 
we fell back in love or we felt I okay let me I'll say this I actually fell in love with her the way I should have fell, fallen in love with her the first time I know I told her that and the only thing she heard was you didn't love me while we were married that's not what I said <laughs> but me and my big mouth right um and it it worked. I was going through some uh, uh, depression and uh, really bad depression, anxiety, and uh, you know she was she was there. Uh, we we kind of um, rekindled a little bit, but as friends, quarantine happened. Uh, you know things started to pick up. Uh, unfortunately, she uh, she had co-workers who I had never met. Maybe one co-worker for about 30 seconds I met one time. And uh, you, know how, you know how women can be in the office? They start chit-chatting and then all of a sudden, you know, the hens start cackling. And, uh, you know... Maybe my ex-wife, I'm just saying, this is just what I'm saying. Uh, maybe she might have uh, said her version of what happened to uh, these uppity Karen bitches. Um, you know, and uh, of course they told her, oh, you need to leave him. You, you can't do that. You need to leave him. Blah, 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 blah. My man would never do that. He does what I tell him. And that's good. Hey. If you got a dude that's your bitch, by all means, go for it. That's you know, if that makes you both happy, that's cool. But I don't want some I don't want to be somebody's bitch and I don't want somebody to be my bitch. I want a partner. I want a partner in crime. I want to ride or die. I want somebody who's by my side, not standing in front of me or not standing behind me. You know? I want a chick who I can say, "Sweetheart, I accidentally hit this fucking homeless dude and she's like, where are burying the body? I want a down as broad like that. We don't have to do illegal shit. But that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's the type of chick that I want. And I think that's the type of chick that I deserve. <clears throat> because I guarantee you she would get the same from me. You know? Uh, so... Um, Anyway, but I digress. Uh, so, you know, she had these uh, these broads, you know, chatting in her ear. And I would tell my ex-wife, hey, do me a favor. Don't tell your co-workers that, you know, we're seeing each other. And she would look at me like, why? I said, because I don't want anybody knowing our business, man. I don't want any outside influences. And I even, and then even her twin sister, idiot, I told I told my ex-wife, hey, uh, or, or no, her sister would ask her, you are sure spending a lot of time with your ex-husband. Why is that? My kids told her it's none of your business. The boys knew what was going on. The boys knew exactly what was going on. They're not dumb, you know, and they were happy. We were co-parenting, great, you know. Um. So, you know, her mom knew what was happening. Her mom didn't care. <clears throat> you know? 
we were getting along great. And then, you know, the lies started coming. Lies started happening. You know, I had a great, at that time, I had a great job. <coughs> I was making great money. I had gone from her, you know, her leaving me and me having to rent a room, upgrading to a 700 square foot, one bedroom apartment, and then, you know, upgrading to a fucking three bedroom, 1200 square foot house. You know, like I got me a car, you know, like I was, I was doing me. I was growing as an individual. I was, uh, I was doing what I was supposed to do as a man and as somebody who had gone through the shit, you know, I didn't have any family here. I had friends, you know, God bless them. I had friends that offered to help. Hey, you can stay with us. Don't worry about it. But I didn't want to do that. I wanted to fucking bring myself up <clears throat> while my ex-wife ran to her mom's for two years, used her mom's car for longer than that. You know, she had family here. All I had were the boys and my sister. But again, I'm not the type that likes to involve other people in my business. My sister helped me out, you know, when I needed it. Um, I'm not going to say she didn't do anything for me. She's helped me out quite a bit. And uh, but we're always there for her. Um, we don't hardly we don't talk as much as we'd like to. But, you know, she's got a very busy career. I got the boys in a very busy career as well now so you know like we just don't we're not like that you know we can go years without speaking to each other and then just pick right back up like we never skipped a beat you know and that to me is a sign of uh of closeness more than having to see each other every day being all up in each other's business every day um but anyway, that fizzled away uh, pretty quick, <clears throat> uh, which hurt even more because, like I said earlier, I actually fell in love with her, and she fell in love with me. The boys and I knew our friends, or well, my friends who were around, because I didn't want to go around any of her friends. She didn't really have any. She doesn't really have any friends other than the people she works with <clears throat> and her family. Yeah. So, I mean, I actually have, like, friends that I've known for 30 years, you know. Um, they could see it, too. They saw that we were in love. <clears throat> but to me, what happened, what happened was, is uh, she had talked so much shit about me and how, off, how, how awful of a person I was that... She would look stupid if she took me back or whatever, if we got back together. <clears throat> and she can't, she, she doesn't want to look stupid, even though, well, whatever. So, um, yeah, that happened. Um, and uh, just, I, I think it's about time that. I picked this back up um, for me anyway not for anybody else but for me and I just want to say that I'm uh, I'm glad to be here I'm glad to 
and I'll tell you why I'm glad to be here. There was a point, um, you know, working that great job and, you know, living a nice life and, you know, going on trips and adventures with my sons and including their mom. Yeah, come along with us, you know, by all means. You know, our kids are not going to be kids anymore. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't be a part of it type mentality that I had. And, um, yeah, there was a, there was a, there was a dark point, uh, that I went through where, and, you know, not too many people know this, maybe two or three people. Um, I actually thought about suicide and it's a tough, and I, all my life, I've never, I've always been that guy to where, Ah, if you check out early, if you check yourself out, you're weak and, you know, and, and to a degree, no, I take that back. Not to a degree. I don't believe that anymore. You know, <coughs> I actually feel sorry and I feel remorse for the people who actually follow through with it. And it's tough, um, to just talk about it. Because I never thought that I'd be that guy. Uh, you know, I, uh, I checked myself into a hospital. Um, right. Uh, about a few weeks after that, you know. Uh, <laughs> and I'll tell you a funny story. And I, actually, I'm, I'm going to wait to tell the story. Uh, but just remind me. To tell you about after I got out of the hospital, but um, I had some friends help me. I had a fucking breakdown at work, you know, uh, driving forklift. You imagine being in a fucking warehouse full of dudes who are just gnarly and working, and just men being men, and then I'm over there in the corner outside in the. Uh, cage and I'm crying uh, I can't even speak asking my boss if I can go home because I'm having a, a fucking breakdown that what I just said right there men don't be afraid of, about that don't uh, who gives a shit we're given I've said this many times and I'll continue to say it to my last breath we're given these feelings for a reason. If you believe in God or whatever you believe in. If you don't believe in anything and you believe in like a higher being or whatever. We're given these feelings for a reason. We're given tears that come out of our eyes when we're sad or upset or even happy for a reason. There's a reason for that. You know? Don't be afraid to fucking show those feelings because men get shit on for so long, for so long because, you know, oh, we're men. We're not supposed to show our feelings. Nah, fuck that. I saw a video on TikTok the other day that when you ask a guy, hey, how you doing? He goes, oh, I'm fine. Fine is, fine is not a good thing because, you know. The video, he says, that guy who says he's fine is finding some serious demons. 
you know he's he's watching his his life flash before him uh you know thinking shit did i fucking did i follow my dreams or did i do what i was supposed to do uh you know like we were some ladies we are some very 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 insecure beings you know we are very insecure so if you're a female and you got a man you got a dude be a little bit compassionate to how he's feeling make sure you're aware is he fine you know fucking give him some support let him know hey you're doing a good job hey I appreciate what you do for the boys and I or for the girls and I or for the boys and girls and I you know Here's a hall pass. Go fuck that neighbor next door. No, I'm kidding. Unless you're like that. Unless you're down for that. You know? Let that motherfucker know that you appreciate him. Don't shit on him. Don't bring him down. You let him know that you appreciate him. And on the flip side, fellas. You let that lady that you sleep next to every night. You let her know how much you appreciate her. You let her know how much you love her. You let her know how much she does for that family that you have together. It's a mutual thing. You both got to fucking, both of y'all got to do it. Don't let other people in your, in your world, okay? That's your guys' world. You know, you got a sister or brother, mom or dad that doesn't like your partner. Hey, man, they're not married to them. They're not with them. You are. If that person makes you happy, then you be happy. If both of you guys are on the same journey, you both stay on that journey. And that saying growing old together doesn't mean growing old at the same... It doesn't mean growing old as one. It means growing old individually at the same time together. I hope I, I, hope I uh, said that right to where you can understand what I'm saying. Each one of you has got to grow old and uh, in your own way. You know, you got to grow in your own way, basically. But do it together. I hope I'm clear about that. I'm actually driving right now. And uh, I find this very therapeutic. Even though you may think, Big Max, how are you paying attention to the road? <coughs> You let me handle that. I'm paying attention. I got my headset on. I got my hands on 10 and 2. And if you can hear my engine right now, you can tell that I'm completely in control. Anyway, uh, I want to thank you for listening. I want to tell you guys, each and every one of you that listens to the podcast, I love you. I'm serious. I am at, and, and for those that know me, you're like, what the, who the fuck is talking? Yes. That's where I'm at in my life. I don't stress about anything. I love each and every one of you. Except for my ex-wife. Fuck her. And her sister. And her mother. And her brother-in-law. But everybody else, I love you motherfuckers. You're my boys. You're my girls. You're my fam. Anyway. I'm going to let you go. I'm about 116 miles outside of Vegas. You take it easy. 
and I'll holler at y'all later. Hasta.